like always money was made and lost last week it's a new week it's week 23 and this is the stockinvest.us podcast my name is jim and i will guide you through the next 30 35 minutes where i'll talk about the markets i will tell you how last week's trading tips went and of course i will give you a few new for this week and what are the big things to look out for this week well we know for sure that on friday there will be new consumer price index number that will tell us something about the inflation how it's raging and despite many people uh, in high positions in the united states says that now we are at the peak out of inflation i don't think so more of this will follow uh, first you have to listen to the disclaimer and just after the disclaimer i will tell you exactly what i think will happen in the market for a week ahead of us hello everyone welcome to the stockinvest.us weekly stock and crypto podcast the podcast is hosted by stockinvest.us co-founder and golden star signal inventor jim stromberg who has been actively trading since 1996. If you are watching us on YouTube, make sure to hit like and notification bell so you will be first to know when we post a new video. This podcast is also available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, and other audio sources. Ensure you listen to the entire podcast so you don't miss out on some key tips needed for this week's strategy. Welcome to StockInvest.us Podcast. We remind you that trading involves a high risk of losing money and that you should speak with a financial advisor before buying or selling any securities. You should not base your investment decision upon stockinvest.us. By using the information provided you agree and are held liable for your own investment decisions. Sometimes when I make this podcast, I say the podcast will last 35 minutes and it lasts maybe 50 minutes. Reason for this is often there is much to tell about the market. But today the drilling is very bad in this building. It's noises and sounds everywhere. And I actually tried more than 20 times to make this podcast so far. So I will for sure shorten the podcast as much as possible. Hopefully uh, all the building, all the construction will soon end. And uh, I will see if I maybe can turn the camera so you can see the beautiful view from the building where I'm sitting. And uh, despite very good weather, the exchange and the markets are not in the best shape. But we know this, and last week the markets came in more or less as expected. Had a good start and fell uh, by the end of the week. And for the trading candidates and for last week's trading tips, which we will get to by the end of this podcast, you will see that uh, most of them were sold by stop loss on Tuesday and Wednesday, simply because markets were good on Monday and Tuesday and uh, then started to fall. And by the end of the week, Nasdaq and Dow Jones slightly made it uh, to the minus, but it was not uh, very big. It was uh, just under 1% for both of them. Nasdaq ending the week at uh, 12,012 points, just about 12,000. We talked about the importance of this. We're down uh, 0.98%. Dow Jones ended down uh, 0.94% and uh, was just under 33,000 uh, points at 32,900. The question is, uh, what will happen this week? I will just have to rewind uh, some podcasts because usually I tell you a little bit what happened uh, also in the longer future to try to uh, 
give you an idea. And over the two, three last podcasts, I've been telling you I expect good weeks, uh, but that we might come to an end. If you rewind five, six podcasts back, I told you that uh, the most common expression for May is uh, runaway. And May, as you know, became a very bad uh, month for the markets, despite uh, not last week, but the week before markets were up almost 7%. Before that, they were falling 3-4% every single week, eight weeks in a row. But we are uh, in June, and historically, June is usually not a bad month. So from this perspective, we know it's a fair chance uh, that uh, there might be uh, good markets. But we will look at charts uh, and we will try to conclude. Uh, there is a few drivers in uh, in the situation that we are right now. I've been mentioning this for, uh, I think, we are heading into two years soon where I told you about the Ukraine conflict, how it will uh, come, how it will become war. Sadly, it became a war, uh, the consequences. I told you about inflation and how inflation is raging and how this uh, will lead uh, to different things. And we know that when interest rates go up, uh, uncertainty in uh, the markets increases, money tr try to find where it's most solid positions. That is why, for instance, I took a personal bet into gold, uh, because it's one of these things that usually, not maybe always increase, but at least is somewhat stable when the rest is unstable. And to end this a uh, little bit about these long terms. So we are in a situation where the markets are in a very negative trend and you can expect this to continue. Two weeks ago, I told you that I think maybe last week could be the end of that short, short uh, rebounds, which was very obvious. We, we should see a rebounds up to the middle of uh, the trend where it either will go up to the top of the trend or it will fall down. And we are exactly there. We are exactly where the markets may very well be okay this week, but they may also fall very hard. So which way will it be? Trying to uh, find uh, that answer for this week. Uh, we will uh, look at some fundamental things uh, uh, that you should keep an eye on. And of course, look at the charts. I love the charts. The charts tell everything. So what are the main tickets? Uh, we heard uh, Yellen, for instance, the, uh, in the United States, said that, oh, I was sorry, I was wrong about inflation. I wonder how uh, such an important uh, knowledgeable person could be wrong about it, because it was obvious for everyone else that inflation was going to be, and that it was going to be stronger. The question now is, will it continue? And uh, before this podcast, I read a lot of news. Uh, just to get a grip of what is happening in the market, prepare a little bit for what to tell you. And uh, many news were actually, oh, now we are at the peak of inflation because now there is a pressure towards the producers and blah, 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 blah. What everyone seems to forget in this equation is the transport cost and uh, oil, which I told you would go up and might go as high as 200 is at $119. It's up $3 from last week. And anyone who fills gasoline on their car should already notice that it's getting very expensive. 
And this is not only for you, this is for all the logistic uh, companies, everyone, the airline companies for sure, everyone transporting the goods, they have insane uh, increase in their uh, transportation cost. Who has to pay this? Will it be the companies? Of course, they will take a little, but they can only take a little part of it. The rest, you and me. And how do we pay by it? Well, there will be increase in prices. So uh, the producers, they may produce as much goods uh, as they manage, and we might see some logistic issues related to Chesney in China and harbors and COVID policies and all these things that I mentioned a million times. Uh, container issues, you then lack of containers stock in China at the ports, uh, all these things. But uh, the fuel cost is now extreme, and there is no uh, nothing saying that it will go down. It will just continue upwards. Everything is pointing that it will just continue upwards as long as the Ukraine war continue, as long as the sanctions are as they are. We can only expect energy to continue upwards, making two things happening, uh, inflation to increase and uh, speed up the unemployment rate. So I don't see why inflation should go down. Uh, and this brings me to the very first uh, ticket uh, you should follow on Friday. There will be consumer price index numbers. They're expected to be around 8.3% in the United States, uh, 12 months over 12 months. And I think that uh, because now this is something that uh, really caught the attention of the Biden administration, they will do whatever they can to make the numbers look very good. And I will be surprised if they are very high. I expect them to come in uh, somewhere where they are. Uh, and uh, could even be a little bit no, uh, lower. I don't know for sure. But I don't see the the index uh, the inflation number coming in very high uh, right now. If they do that, will take the market very very hard. But uh, I'm also pretty sure that anyone with a certain amount of knowledge, these big funds, these big banks, all of them expect the same like me that these numbers they are uh, made a little bit nicer than they actually are and that they will just continue uh, to increase slowly in a bad, bad way. So Friday, keep an eye on consumer price index numbers. Uh, these are the main numbers for the week and everyone will keep attention to the week. And one of the things that I think is that uh, it may cause actually the week to be somewhat slow. There will on Thursday be uh, job numbers, don't expect something very special, but as I predicted, uh, you will now see job numbers starting to week. And the reason is simple that when you pay uh, as much as you do for your gasoline, you start saving costs anywhere else. Uh, so where will you say, will it be clothing? I told you a little bit about clothing last week. You may not buy as much clothes as you usually do. Uh, of course, and uh, you may not go to restaurants as often as you do, and all these things means that there will be reduced activity, and reduced activity means that they have to start lay off people. And uh, you heard uh, all this from me very first. Just listen to my podcast, put them on your favorite list, make sure to subscribe if you are listening to this podcast on YouTube. You heard me say this over and over, and if you watched the news last week, 
even Elon Musk said that now he will start to cut uh, employee numbers in Tesla. So it's not only me, now also one of the most important persons in the world are saying the exact same thing. All of this uh, will put a toll on the markets as we move forward. But uh, enough uh, about um, these background things. Uh, so uh, fundamentally watch out for Thursday's job number and Friday's consumer price index number. Looking at the other things that we like to follow, well, oil is continuing up, as I said, it's $119 per barrel, up $3 from last week, or 2.52%. Gold uh, is, um, and uh, just a side note there, uh, fun fact, last week Norway, which is a very great uh, oil uh, producer, had the highest gasoline uh, price at the pump which we ever had in Norway. So even a rich country, oil producing country like Norway, really see gasoline prices at extreme levels. Uh, I will not explain exactly why, but it has to do how petrol is made. Uh, it's not uh, directly from the oil well, it has to be refined first. Anyway, gold uh, is down uh, $9 at uh, $1,857. It was a little bit lower, but then uh, rising up. Personally, I'm considering to get uh, even more gold as I now start to see even more worrying signs uh, for uh, the future and that recession, which I think is inevitable, that will come for the markets. The 10-year treasury yield, which I also said was way too low last week, uh, rised up uh, 0 0.22 to 2.96, up 7.4% last week, and I think that 10-year treasury yield will come uh, just rising. And uh, most of you maybe not read as much news as you should. You may not have time to follow the markets as closely as you should. And uh, many may not understand all the ways that things uh, connect. That's one of the things that I try to make easy by explaining a lot in this podcast. And uh, there is... Uh, uh, there is the 10-year uh, treasury yield. It's uh, one item which you actually can invest in. There is a lot of uh, items uh, in the markets that you can uh, bet on in a negative markets. If you believe, like I do, that the, the interest rate has to go up, this is the only way to fight inflation, you can buy bond yields and there are instruments to buy it. This is my prediction what will happen. Now you can hear they say, oh, we will not in increase as fast uh, as we thought. We will go for a soft landing. But uh, my bet, and I even see uh, they are talking about this in EU right now, the rates, they will go up much faster than you think. It will start, uh, it will start, my guess is somewhere around you, uh, July. And suddenly they will just have to go very aggressively, up 0.75% uh, once, 14 days, 15 days, uh, 3 4 weeks later, it will be another 0.5% and they will just have to do that like that. And I think we will see a huge increase in rates as inflation might even run somewhat wild. Where do I have all this from? Well, there is a lot of news you can read and you can try to check out the inflation in Lithuania, where I am sitting, how badly that has become. And you have to fight it some way or the other, and usually it's by interest rates. And uh, last mention of that, interest rates up, markets usually down.
we will uh, look uh, at the chart. Uh, we have to try to find uh, where will the markets uh, go this week? What will it be? Will it be green week? Will it be a red week? So from the fundamental, you heard me say that um, there are some news, there are some major things. The overall thing which I try to uh, convey to you is that there is no really, really positive positive things in the markets. So from a fundamental point of view, we are heading for that, I would say, either slow or negative week. I told you that uh, the last two weeks uh, upturn, especially not uh, last week, but the week before, was a supernatural upturn that had to come uh, because markets were way oversold. And uh, for those who are listening on um, uh, on the radio, uh, whether it's Apple or Anchor or wherever you are, this podcast is also available on YouTube. And if you watch YouTube right now, you will see the chart because I pulled up the Nasdaq chart. And uh, a quick technical analysis, you can see the trend. The trend is very negative. The, uh, the index is moving with, uh, in the trend. As you can expect, uh, there is uh, 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 sell signals from the long-term moving average. That's a very dark blue line. And there is a uh, soon-to-be sell signal also from the short-term moving average. The short-term moving average became a buy signal two weeks ago. And we can tell that the volume is uh, not following the market as good as it should. We are in the middle of the trend. That's the most important thing that we can take out of this uh, thing. And here comes uh, the deal. You can see the relative strength index is 53. It was topping out around 64. It was not. Uh, it was not overbought like it was back uh, here. You can watch it April when it was really overbought. Uh, now it's not. Uh, it's not very overbought at all. Actually, it's not overbought. It's not even higher. I would say so. From this point, it's a fair chance that uh, things might still go upwards. But the most common thing now is that market should fall down and try to support between 11,500, 11,700, maybe even below 11,500. What we want, what we need is the markets to stay above 11,260, which is previous low, because then we can start to establish a possible upwards trend. So we need markets to stay uh, above this previous level. Uh, again, I watch uh, the YouTube video and you can see uh, where I'm pointing. We need uh, the next bottom to stay here uh, and markets go up so it can test the top of the trend. After years looking at charts, playing the markets, I would usually say that what we can expect is that the first few days today, Monday, uh, and then maybe even Tuesday to be slow, maybe even red, and maybe the last part of the week will be somewhat okay, and that the markets will be close to where they are today. So go down a little bit up and be close to where they are today. So from a technical point of view, I would say there is a higher chance that we are heading for a new downturn than upturn. Uh, best case scenario is that we end somewhere uh, between 12,000 and 12,500 uh, for the market, that we still remain about 12,000. That's the best case scenario. The real scare is if we fall below 11,200, because then it will go very, very fast down to 10,000 for NASDAQ. 
I don't see that as a huge uh, uh, probability last week, uh, sorry this week, but it may happen. But before it happens, it should start to bounce a little bit around 11,500, giving you time to get out of position. Talking way too long again uh, on this uh, subject, uh, the uh, conclusion for this week. There is no uh, obvious signs that we should go up. Uh, while there is a fair chance that we should go down, the risk reward is not super attractive. And I forgot to mention the buy and the sell signal, so I will run through that very quickly. At stockmas.usv analyze more than 30,000 tickers in total. Based on this, we give a buy and sell uh, evaluations. And as I told you, the, the amount of sell signals across uh, all these tickers were going up a very good sign. Last week, it even went up a little bit more from 22 to 24 across all tickers. A good uh, sign in general. Uh, it is some uh, getting too close to a place where we can start to see uh, things turn. Nasdaq uh, fell a little bit from 23 to 21, uh, even New York Stock Exchange fell a little bit from 31 to 27, very natural I would say. London from 20 to 12, that's quite much, but here uh, is an interesting find. Tokyo went up from 30 to 39, and Chess in China went up from 24 to 35, meaning that these markets are getting very hot. If to guess, I would say that uh, the Asian markets for sure are heading in for a bad week and this may put a pull on the European markets as well. Red or green week, uh, I would lower, I wish I could say it will just be a yellow week that we will be somewhere where we are today. I think that's the most likely scenario. Uh, so hard to say. I will stick with the idea that uh, I had two weeks ago that we would have this short upturn to the middle of the trend and continue down. So my gut feeling says that the end of the week might actually be red. We will see. Now I will quickly run through uh, some of the major companies and we will head into the trading candidates and you will hear that I made quite good uh, trading in both Apple, Tesla and uh, a few other you'll also hear how micron did last week because i had to take a small loss how much just stay tuned we will run very quickly through the uh, tech analysis apple microsoft tesla bitcoin and dogecoin uh, and i will just start to say that last week i was off uh, my uh, prediction for uh, the companies were a little bit better than they actually ended uh, up. For instance, I thought uh, Apple could on a good week end at 155. It was actually down more than $10 below that target at 145. I was off by $7 in Microsoft because I thought Microsoft may end at 277, ending at 270. And uh, Tesla. Uh, was even worse. Bitcoin not so far off uh, and uh, Dogecoin uh, was a little bit off. So how do the charts look uh, today? What are the predictions uh, for 
for these five uh, items. We will start with Apple and we will make it very quick. The good exercise about this is that because look at these charts, uh, you will get an idea about the market as well. And a lot of people have and still are invested in these major companies. And uh, again, a, a small side note. I will at some point start to get in uh, to these major companies. Simply uh, the following logic. I believe, uh, and you heard me say that I reduced my market exposure over uh, the last year because I expected this downturn. Uh, I don't know exactly where the bottom is. I don't know how long it will be. Will it just be half a year? Will it be five years of pain in the markets? I cannot tell for sure yet. It's a lot about the fundamental things and sadly, sadly, uh, as world is run today with all this aggression, you see now Japan is also building up uh, their army. Things might just get even worse from here and uh, especially if a recession hits because we always see uh, shit happen when the recession comes. People start losing their jobs uh, and uh, they go for very easy political solutions. Seldom a good mix so this can be a long one hopefully it will be a short one but anyway at some point these major tech companies like apple they will become a reasonable reasonable price because there is no doubt in my mind that uh, for instance apple and microsoft are here to stay for decades more they are not going to fade and the same thing will be with uh, some more but back to the analysis apple is in a falling trend looks exactly like the nostalgic chart not not so hard uh, to tell the reason why everything is the same sell signals from the long-term moving average apple has made a sell signal also for the short-term moving average having after having a buy signal two weeks ago relative strength index is 48 it's neither overbought neither oversold but it's heading downwards Things is just the same. There is some support below at 143, later at 138. The most important thing is to stay above 137 because if 137 is broken, well, you can just say goodbye to at least 5% uh, more because the next fall from that will be very fast to a minimum 125, 127, That fall will be very, very fast. Everything in the chart indicate that we should continue downwards. Uh, usually I give a prediction for the week. Where, where will it end? I was off last week, as I told you, by uh, $10, quite much. Didn't move like I think. I think that the very low this week for uh, Apple will be 137. The very high will be 155. And uh, my gut says that... Uh, it will end somewhere around 145 so 145 will be uh, this week's target for apple hopefully i am very wrong and we will see market pick up at the support just under today's prices and then move up now uh, let's uh, go to microsoft and looking at microsoft we see more or less the exact same it will be a repetition of what i said sell signal short-term moving average long-term moving average one thing I like about Microsoft is that volume to some degree followed the volume last week. Problem with Microsoft is the extreme resistance above, meaning that any upturn should be very slow. While it's scattered and spread support below, you can see this on YouTube. Again, I recommend you go to our YouTube channel, stockinvest.us, find my podcast. 
you will find all my podcasts there uh, and look at the podcast because then you will see the chart or do it to yourself go to our webpage type in microsoft or msft see look at the chart yourself you will see some gray bars uh, on the right hand side uh, right hand side uh, these are accumulated the volume is just how many people bought and sold at these uh, different levels act as support and resistance levels together with moving averages and a few other things and you will see that above there is a very high density in these gray bars but below is not as dense and that just means that the risk reward is not optimal i would say hard to move up easy to move down is the short conclusion for that one uh, we see um, uh, Microsoft at 270, just at some support, of course, it can turn here and uh, try to push upwards. Uh, or uh, it can uh, fall to the next one, which will be at 268, later at 260. I forgot to mention there is another interesting uh, thing happening. Uh, the shorter moving average is slowly paving its way uh, to the long-term moving average. If this happens, that the shorter moving average managed to go above, let's say that the stock uh, fall uh, today or tomorrow, then move up during next week, we might end in a situation where the long-term signal uh, between the relation uh, the relation between the short and the long-term moving average actually get back to a buy signal a little bit early to conclude that that will happen because there has to be a good week ahead of us uh, last time we had a sell uh, sell signal uh, sell star from this you can see it, it's the cell cross it's the actual name of it we, we call it as a star but uh, it's a cell cross and you can see then uh, back April 12th, there was a huge sell signal given in uh, app, uh, Microsoft. Now, if these two uh, crosses that the short term, that light blue line go above the uh, hard blue line, you will get a general buy signal, which is a good thing. First, it has to happen. Uh, and we have to, again, to see Microsoft um, uh, stay above uh, two. 53 hope that especially that support around 260 dollars will hold so that will be the asset test for the week make sure that uh, microsoft hold about 260 it might be that we are in for a short term uh, uh, possible profit in microsoft if the support holds we will have a bottom higher than the previous bottom we might even get a, buy, a longer term buy signals from the shorter moving average. That could be anything actually from, uh, I would say, three weeks to six weeks uh, buy signals. So uh, be prepared. There might be uh, some options. We just have to follow the charts. Moving to Tesla, um, which we've been trading three weeks or four weeks for a row. We've been trading Tesla. Ending the week at $703 after a fall on Friday. It's more or less the same story like we saw in Microsoft and Apple. You need the micro, uh, Tesla to stay above $650. Uh, because if it stays stay above $650, it can just continue upwards. I would even say that any level around $650 is probably most likely a good buying opportunity. Lot of resistance above. Uh, it will be a long journey resistance at 750, 800, 850 to 900, and 950, then 1000. So any upturn should be somewhat slow. 
Cell signals from uh, both the long and the short term moving average, uh, and uh, it will be an exciting week. Uh, it continues to be what I would consider to be low on the relative strength index. Has to go back uh, two months back in time, uh, April 3rd, 4th, when the relative strength index was overbought, and uh, I sold my shares as uh, Tesla. Uh, went to 11.45, got overbought and has been falling since. Prediction for a week, uh, let's say that it will have a grumpy start, uh, probably struggle a little bit, so I expect Tesla to come in somewhere where it is today. And you will very soon, in just a few minutes, you will hear that uh, my Tesla position was cut with stop loss. Uh, using trailing stop loss, but at a very nice profit, just as I told you. Prediction for the week, 7.50 for Tesla. And let's wrap up uh, this quick analysis with Bitcoin and Dogecoin uh, before you will have my trading tips for the week. Bitcoin uh, been a very, very falling trend. What I really like, and I try to convey also this over the last few podcasts, is moving very, very sideways with very little uh, resistance above. Things can go very, very fast or worse. And I have a personal gamble on that. I told you last week, I think it's a fair chance that Bitcoin will go to minimum 37,000. I'm in for the play, are you? Up to you, Bitcoin, Dogecoin, crypto, high risk as usual, because if it breaks below uh, 2850 or something like that, uh, 28500, Bitcoin can just fall straight to 20,000. There is no free meal, this is the gamble, and uh, the gamble may go the wrong way. But I see a possible good trade in uh, Bitcoin right now. Very little resistance above, uh, sell signals from both the short and the long term moving average, uh, support uh, at uh, just under today's level and what I want you to focus on is that sideways movement, it's called a rectangle formation when the uh, stock moves like that. And for Bitcoin's case it's been moving between 28 and 32 in a sideways position all the way since early May. It will break either up or down and you just have to take a qualified guess what will be. My guess is it will be up and uh, I will not be surprised if this is the week that uh, Bitcoin uh, has a comeback to 35 or 37,000. Target will be 34,000 for Bitcoin. And while talking about crypto, let's take the shitcoin Dogecoin, which we follow, represent these altcoins, all these other coins. And it's the same uh, thing then. It's moving sideways. I personally think it's a good bet. It's one of these things that, okay, you can play the lottery or you can take a small ticket in one of these. Because uh, what you will see, this goes for the stock market and this goes for the crypto. If uh, we get managed to flip that negative uh, sentiment, which is now the positive sentiment, the upturn will be way too fast. You will not be able to get in on the very good prices because Dogecoin, Bitcoin may very well surge 20% on a single day given the positions. This is the same thing in the stocks when things are as sold as they are now. When there is a uh, lightning, an upturn, things will go way too fast. You will just jump in when it's starting to get ready to go down. 
there is this expression uh, L O L A or F O F A. Either you are lost uh, L E L O, lost in, lost out, or you are uh, the opposite. FIFU, first in, first out. So who are you? Are you the the first or the last of these two? Sometimes it's good to be somewhere in between because you can be too eager, like too, too fast in. The market right now uh, is uh, such that you should not invest too much. You should uh, be somewhat restrained and uh, uh, not uh, put all your money in, but we are at places where good gains can be made and they will uh, get even better because at some point markets and also crypto will find their bottom. So what is the target for Dogecoin this week? Well, I believe Dogecoin should at least head up to uh, 10, 11 cents. I promised myself I would not uh, invest more into Dogecoin because I bought uh, at 20, as you know. I did first trade 20 to 40, then I sold, bought back at 20 just to see it fall down to eight. So all that previous profit is uh, more or less gone. I am at break even. Uh, if it goes up now, I will be back in profit again. I promised myself I should will not uh, double down, meaning that I would buy uh, more to get my average down, averaging down as it's called. But I have to say, I, I am a little tempted to get just a small amount uh, extra in uh, Bitcoin I bought back now when it fell to 30. But I'm starting to think that I maybe should pick up some of these Dutch coins as well. We will see. I will not decide in this podcast for sure, but I am at that place where I like to consider it. Now, uh, we only have a few minutes left. And these few minutes we will spend on the trading tips, last week's trading tips, and of course this week's trading tips. So we're at the final part and the five last minutes. So what happened last week? Well, quick recap. In uh, week 21, uh, I opened position in Tesla, Apple, Sumerica. During the week, they were not cut by stop loss. So they were actually also active last week, as I told you. And I told you that no matter what will happen in Tesla, I would go for a very good profit. Tesla was up 18% uh, in my portfolio, and as I told you, I had a stop loss, training stop loss. So no matter what, uh, I would have minimum 10% uh, profit in Tesla. Last week, uh, I was busy all week doing charity work and uh, long days with hammering and uh, making new floors uh, for a kids uh, day center these things were running their own show uh, just running with trading stop loss and tesla went up on tuesday i think it was maybe close very close to 800 i think i saw and then turned out my stop loss uh, just followed upwards trailing stop loss that is how trailing stop loss worked and when it uh, started to fall, I think it was either the same day or Wednesday, uh, it was closed. 
at $739. I did not manage to get that top, but as I told you, week after week, uh, sometimes I'm way too busy. And last week, my priorities was to help those who have less than the rest of us. Uh, but still, uh, I made profit because uh, I bought Tesla at 642 It was sold at 739 leaving a hefty profit of 15.5%. Good, good. Apple bought 138.50. I put the 5% uh, trailing stop loss. I told you when I bought Apple, just go some podcast back that I felt I could make minimum 5% in Apple. Apple did very good, did the same thing like Tesla. It went up, uh, continued up on Monday uh, and Tuesday, I think. Then hit the high, I had trailing stop loss. I could have made uh, 9% in Apple, but it was cut at 144.53. So I made 4.35%. Very happy about this. So these two stocks, which was bought in week 21, it was positions that were open, uh, were finally sold last week. And the, the other one that was open last week, and as I also said, uh, was a training tip for the week's America, bought in week 21 at uh, 22.30 cents, 0.2230. Uh, had a nice run up to 26 uh, cents, fell down. I had a, a very huge uh, stop loss on it, 25% uh, to be exact. Uh, and because I think this one will just continue upwards, so it's still active in my portfolio uh, and it's currently up 8%. Uh, and you may ask, uh, what about uh, Sumedica? Should you sell it? Should you buy it uh, if you have it? Uh, this, as I told you, is a penny stock, high risk stocks. Uh, of course, take the profit now. Uh, if you want, I think it will continue for a drop. I will not be surprised. I thought it might hit uh, 30 cents by Friday, but uh, I was wrong about that. It only hit 26 cents. I think it will continue up. So, Sumerica remains a trading tip. So if you don't have it, I think there is money to be made in Sumerica at current level, uh, even for this week. So, Sumerica is uh, one of the trading tips for this week. All these stocks which I mentioned were bought in week 21, but Tesla and Apple were sold. So Medica is still open in my trading. Last week, uh, I came up with two new trading candidates. It was Micron and Robinhood. I thought there was money to be made. I did the same thing. I was able to get them quite low. I got uh, Micron at 72.50 and Robinhood at 10.15 on Monday. I put on a trailing stop loss of 5% of these, packed my bags, my hammers, my saws and everything and uh, went out some 40 kilometers from Vilnius to a small village uh, outside the Manchina uh, together with uh, some colleagues and friends to do some good charity work. So they uh, were bought, they started off somewhat good. Uh, went uh, up uh, 4%, then started to fall. And uh, Micron, uh, my position in Micron was cut at 71.62. It was up at 75, 76 or something like that. Then it started to fall. That was the place where my stop loss, uh, trailing stop loss was registered. And I had to take a loss of 1.21% in Micron. Same thing happened in Rubenhood, uh, bought at 10.15, went uh, up. 
and then started to fall down and was cut at 10.03. I think it was 10 or some 50 or 60 I saw Robinhood was good. So if you were uh, very active day trading following the stock close, you could have made much more than me, but I didn't have time for it. I just did as I said. Buy it, put a trading stop loss on it, uh, and uh, had to take a loss 1.18% loss in the Robinhood. You'll get uh, two trading tips for this week. Uh, very first, uh, that uh, ultimate trading tips, the best I can give uh, trading tips that I can give to you is use trailing stop loss. Reduce uh, your losses. You just heard me say that I got 15% in Tesla, I got 4.35 in Apple, I'm up already 5. Uh, no, 37% in Sumerica. How to take loss into you cannot win them all you have to reduce your losses as much as possible and losing 1.2 percent in micron and losing 1.18 percent in Rubenud is totally fine with me uh, it was a gamble it didn't pay out market started good then fell by the end of the week same thing may happen this week i don't know uh, i have a little bit more time this week to follow the stocks more closely uh, but these things really work. Here are the training tips for this week. I think there is money to be made in XPeng. So XPeng, uh, electric vehicle, car making. Uh, we saw Neo did quite good. We see Tesla struggle a little bit. It has to do with evaluation of this company. We know that green technology is here to stay. We know that electrical vehicles are here to stay. We know that the governments will put even more money into green. Uh, Expert had a lot of beating together with Neo and all the others, but I think there is money to be made in Expert. I like what I see in the chart. I will hunt for Expert. I will try to get it as low as I can today. Buy it. I will uh, maybe not have 5% stop loss on Expert yet. I will have to check uh, the daily movements, ATR. Uh, volatility to see how much uh, so it doesn't get cut too short. Cannot promise I will put 5%, I just have to look at it after this podcast. I will try to study, try to uh, get a feeling where should my stop uh, percent be for expert. The other one, Cutera, C-U-T-R, uh, will be uh, trying to buy it as cheap as possible uh, today. I see some potential upside. It's uh, healthcare on uh, the other side of the scale. So we have one car maker and we have uh, healthcare and I think these two might do good overall i think it will be a little struggle this week uh, so i'll not give you more there are three open trading tips america expert and cutter and if it's hard to hear what i say maybe i will remember to write in the description but for sure uh, in the youtube video you will find them we are there uh, it became a few minutes longer than expected again easy to talk when you first get started I hope, uh, I really, really hope that you are making uh, some money or for sure cutting your losses. I will be back in uh, just a week. And until then, I hope that you will have an exciting, good, nice week. And hopefully, hopefully there will be some green in your portfolio. Bye.